Red leather face, yellow leather face. 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 Nicely done. I was like twerking to that, Loki. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to take the intro today, Zach. Should I do that? That'd, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. All right. <laughs> this is my first time doing it. Ooh. We broke Matt today. <laughs> you should you should feel special, Skylar. That's never happened. Welcome to season two of Matt Makes Zack Watch Horror Movies. Now you may notice a drop in audio quality compared to previous episodes. You see, Matt has fallen into the twilight zone and can only communicate through the ether. But, afraid not, dear listener, you are still in store for all the same dreadful jokes, eerie impressions, and terrifying trivia. So, sit back, enjoy the show, <laughs> leather face, yellow leather face, red leather face. I'm too hard for this. He's burnt up like a wing and his name is Fred. I didn't watch a horror movie. I've entered the Twilight Zone. You're listening to DJ Terra on Radio Slasher. Uh, hey, it's George. Uh, DJ Terror's curled up in a corner right now. Uh, this episode kind of got to him, so uh, this recording was dated November 14th, 2020. Uh, they watch Climax. Uh, they're joined by a skeleton from the sky, I think. Uh, I'm not sure. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Matt Makes Zach Watch Horror Movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Matt. And Matt, Matt's a little broken right now, Just so <laughs> I'm taking the lead today because we have a very special guest, my friend Skylar. Hello, 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 and hello. And Skylar hey. deserves a uh, medal of honor because he broke Matt today. Just a little bit. Uh. <laughs> that's that's never happened ever. I will accept this honor with such dignity and with such responsibility um i can't wait to travel the travel the united states touring with this title um, <laughs> i think i'm really gonna take this platform and really do stuff with it <laughs> what, what what movie did you make us watch skylar um well today we watched the a24 film climax mm -hmm. yeah yeah ladies that's what we watched today <laughs> Skylar made us watch it, and our brains are a little broken right now. Just a tad. Yeah. Just a tad. I I saw it like I said a couple like a couple years ago, so it was it wasn't exactly fresh in my head. So I mean, it's still it brought me back. It brought me back it to was, a place. It was so not fresh in his head. Skylar told me, "Oh yeah, there's just a few subtitle moments in this movie. <laughs> the entire movie was in French." <laughs> What do you mean? Um, that we one just girl said, away, "Yeah," and that one girl said, "You okay?" So I mean, that's pretty English, right there. That's pretty English. Pretty right English. There. You okay? <laughs> so yeah, because we're doing a twenty-four movies this month, uh, which 
also is the first month of the new year and also all movies that Matt's never seen. It's true. These are all first time watches for me. So oh, nice. That's the best best kind. Yeah, and so uh my friend Skylar here, he wanted to join us for climax, so here he is. I love so to Skylar. climax with people. <laughs> you kind of you know, set me up there. I did, and I regretted it the second it came out of my mouth. <laughs> but anyways, Skylar, what's your like relationship with horror movies? Do you watch them? Do you not watch them? I, I typically don't watch a lot of horror. I don't really uh, enjoy a lot of gory or like slasher stuff. I do enjoy thriller edge of your seat suspense type of thing but with all that being said um i'm not a big horror buff i'm not lining up um outside the theaters for like the new horror movie uh of the month but um still if i i still like to i like to feel a little suspense every now and again a little bit of drama and flair so yeah so what made you pick this one I mean, I was so glued to the screen from start to finish. I'm usually the type that's sometimes making sarcastic little stupid quips throughout the film. And I know you two wouldn't know anything about that. No, not at all. No, never. <laughs> I never make jokes about movies. <laughs> but when a film can keep my attention from start to end and not and keep my brain from dashing off to random thought tangents, um, that's when I know like it's something. and. That's this film. I will definitely say that for this movie. Yeah. Like no matter what you were engaged with it the entire time. Yeah. yeah. We made like a couple of jokes at the opening shot and then it was dead silent throughout the rest of the movie. Yep. Yeah. I wanted to ask you guys too, actually, is that pretty, is that a rarity actually? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, normally I... there's at least one or two more jokes, you know, normally the way it goes is, Matt's seen the movie before, so it's him making me watch a movie and then me just trying to get him to laugh throughout the entire movie. <laughs> so this is not normal. I see. <laughs> this is not nor this Good. is not a normal movie. <laughs> normal normal is boring. We don't want normal up in here. No, this is fair. This was the most different horror movie that yes. we've ever done on this yeah. podcast. Yeah. So uh, on that note, too, I guess Matt usually does this to me. But let's ask Matt, what do you think of the movie, Matt? Um, <laughs> That's uh, a big mood. Right there. <laughs> uh, I, uh, this movie was directed by uh, first director Gaspar Noé, who um, I ultimately, uh, even after watching this, what I think maybe was his most mainstream and accessible film, have a lot of mixed feelings on. Uh, <laughs> um, and I have some mixed feelings on this movie, but it, you know, it held my attention the entire time I was engaged with it. It made me feel things. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know entirely if all of it worked for me, mm. but it, it definitely was like an experience. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I will take an experience of a, of a movie over a boring movie any day. And like this, I, I will definitely be telling people like, you got to watch this fucking movie. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, and for me, like I haven't seen a lot of French movies, but in my head, this is exactly what I thought of. <laughs> 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 this is like to it to you. 
what I pictured a French movie as like super experimental and just like not the norm. And I don't know, every everything for me in it like worked for me and I I was captivated the whole freaking time. Like everything they did with the camera was absolutely amazing. It Yeah. Oh yeah, this movie looks stunning. Like Yeah. Like the beginning, it's just locked off shots when there's normal party conversation happening and stuff. And as you get to know the characters and then when shit starts to go crazy, it's just one whole long shot that I'm sure they have hidden cuts in. But it was it like never cut. And yeah, the camera got more and more tilted as things got more and more fucked up until everything was upside down. It was the coolest shit. So for that, that reason alone, I'm like, oh, my God, this is. This is a great movie. Yeah. Yes to everything you just said, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, I normally do this, but I want to make Matt do it this time. Matt, can you play America's favorite oh game show summarize <laughs> that movie? Uh I can I can try. <laughs> All right. You, you always make me do it, so All right. Just tell tell me Your when. Yeah. <laughs> so Skylar usually I, I have to summarize a movie, but I think Matt's a little more broken than I am. This would be good. <laughs> I think we're all different, varying degrees yeah. of broken right now. You will leave this movie different. Uh, that's my summary. You truly will. That is not an exaggeration. <laughs> Normally, we jump right into the podcast. We had to take a minute after yeah. the credits roll. I needed a five. <laughs> all right, Matt. All right, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Three two one go so they open up on some like talking head interviews of all the dancers it looks a lot like when harry met sally it's charming it's delightful (laughs) you really want to get to know them (laughs) then it's it's just that trippy white snow with the bloody lady in it (laughs) and it kind of tells you all you need to know about this movie that it's gonna it's gonna be that (laughs) Uh, and then uh they're doing a dance and it's really really cool and it looks amazing a guy turned yeah. into a helicopter. It yeah. Was really great. Yeah, that guy's like killing it in the mosh pit, you know? So uh, <laughs> there's always one guy in the mosh pit doing those arms for some reason. Uh, <laughs> and then they have some sangria, and there's a cute little boy na- named, named Tito, and I love him. I hope nothing happens <laughs> to him. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> So then they all drink some sangria. Uh oh, the sangria was spiked. Things are going really bad, really fast. Uh, and then, like Zach said, it's an amazing 40 minute long take that blows my mind. And everyone apparently secretly hated everyone else. And things just go terrible. Um, one, one lady gets kneed in the stomach, but she's pregnant. So that's upsetting. And then. A brother and sister maybe have sex. Still unclear, unfortunately. Really don't like that. Uh, uh, one guy, they draw a swastika on his head and beat the shit out of him. I I feel like there's a scene missing there. Um, yeah, and then the police show up and they're as confused as I am. So, end of movie. <laughs> one minute and 46 seconds. The only thing you forgot is Tito got fried. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I wanted to forget that. Thanks. <laughs> that was great. What do we have like for for our winner? I feel like he won the game show. Uh, he he got to 
sort of resemble that movie and relive it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was gonna say like a brand new car or something like that, but that works too. I'll take that one. <laughs> there are no winners here. <laughs> Truly. <that>. Truly. <laughs> we can jump into the movie now. Uh, like Matt said, it started off oddly not the weirdest or more, most horrifying thing to happen in this movie. A bloody lady crawling in the sand making a little snow angel. Yeah, the way that they shoot it so it's just that flat expanse of white all around her. Mm-hmm. It. I can't. I have a lot of like mix, I said before, a lot of mixed feelings about Gaspar Noé. His aesthetic is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like there is a reason he's still working, and everyone is always talking about his movies whenever they come out. They always look amazing, and from the opening shot of this movie, it's so intentional, it's so beautiful, and it's so upsetting all at once. Mm-hmm. I think the opening really needed that woman too because. I think it did a lot to set the tone kind of going forward. If it just would have went right into like the TV interviews, I feel like the tone would have been off going into the yeah. movie. Yeah. So I think that was a nice, deliberate, uh, good call to set it up. It, it really allows for the tension to build because we're like, well, we know something is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like we know that that is the end goal of this movie is that woman crying in the snow. So it just makes you nervous the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. And after that, like Skylar said, it turns into some TV interviews of all the characters you're about to meet. That's the one thing I felt like this movie could have done without. Cause I feel like we got to know the characters more in the like party talk shots. Like, I feel like we didn't need this one. I think that's fair. Um, apparently that was, uh, I did read a little about this movie without trying to spoil it, but uh, apparently that was like one of the things that um, was like test audience and like focus group was like, Oh, we could, it's hard to get to know these characters. So they actually, that was something they actually went back and filmed later. Uh, Matt stays coming through with the trivia. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love Come that piece prepared, of information. That's his job. Yep. <laughs> but I, I actually kind of like the, the video setup, um, especially looking at uh, all the little DVDs on the side that were clear yeah, on this movie. That was cool. Like Possession and, uh, uh, and Che and the Lou and stuff. Like, that's pretty cool to see, like him being like, oh, I'm just going to tell you if you pay attention to this little sidebar here, exactly what this movie is going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it goes through that and then it cuts to the coolest dancing ever. Yeah. Just a really long take. So reading about it, I was like, oh, that's cool. But then seeing it, um, this blows my mind. Uh, That dance was largely improvised and was one take where they had to improvise all the camera movements. So holy shit. Yeah. Apparently Gaspar Noe was just like, yeah, I just like had like a a crane and said I could push in and pull out with and I operated the camera myself and we just did it. It took three takes and they added new stuff every time. And the last take was the one we used. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. It makes it like even more impressive. Yeah, that's talent for sure. Yeah, because this whole movie, the entire time, I was just like, this must have took so much planning and coordination. So the fact that they just improvised that first dance scene, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's why they cast all dancers, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, and then uh, you meet Tito, the little man. My himself. favorite. He's he's the son of. Uh, I don't even know who that lady was. Like Eman- she's Emanuel, running the place? I think her name was. Yeah, I I think her job was like like group manager. You know. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, some sort of management position. Yeah, because they say yeah. she used to be on the team until she got pregnant. Yeah, and she looks mm. older too. You yeah. Know? But yeah, Tito's her little baby, and she made the sangria. So you already you're suspecting her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but she started drinking sangria too. So she almost got got too. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, essentially, you just meet a couple of characters, and then. There's some locked off shots of some like party conversation. And then once every it sets in that what's going on, everybody starts turning on each other. Yeah. To say I, the least. Yeah. I love the way that they, they build it by um doing like the hard cuts between each conversation yeah. to the rhythm of the song. Yeah. And it gets faster and faster, and then all of a sudden it slows down until it's a long take. Like it's so good. <laughs> Each yeah. take gets longer and longer. It's like counting down. I love it. And shout out to their DJ Daddy. Hell yeah. He he played some bangers. The second I heard Daft Punk playing, I was like, hell yeah. But how did you feel about when just all of a sudden there was the credits scene started to roll? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I was like, yeah, it's a French movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just like all the actor names, and then like all the like musicians logos and stuff. And Gasper, like, yeah. no way. Gasper, no way. <laughs> like, yeah, this is French. Never seen a French movie really, but this is French for sure. <laughs> Daft Punk is here. It's weird. It's got to be French. Yeah. <laughs> Kyler, uh, what was your like first reaction when you watched this movie for the first time? The thing is, I had no idea what I was getting into with this movie. My friend had invited me out to go see it and he had framed it as like, Oh yeah, it's like a, it's like a party. And I didn't really ask too many questions. I was like, okay, like, <laughs> whatever. You know? like, I'm just, I just, I I'm love just, to party. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, like let's go. And I'm thinking it's going to be like an upbeat film type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we pull up to the to the theater, and first things first, we're with the group, and the group I'm with, they decide to take a hit of acid, three of them, oh, right before this cool. film. <laughs> I'm thinking we're just going to go smoke some weed, but then they whip out some acid. Now, I just say, you know, live and let live, do your thing, but I go into the film, and um, I did during the film have to get up and excuse myself for like five minutes because I was like sweating and like just went to the restroom type of thing and like washed my hands. So I mean So you lived this movie <laughs> in a way, yeah. In a way. Um and then what was so funny is that the person I'm sitting witness person I'm sitting next to, the friend who invited me, he cuts to me and he's like, hey, like you good? And of course I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm good. Like that's great. Meanwhile, I'm just like sweating and like shaking. Um, but you know, I went to the restroom, got it together, came right back, finished the movie. All that to say is that um, my first impression of this movie 
it got me gal it got me gal that's all i'm gonna say seriously i i cannot imagine this movie as a cinematic experience like oh, watching yeah. it at home i was terrified <laughs> like, In a, imagine like a giant cinematic theater <sighs> setting this movie it was just yeah well and just the group tension i'm sure it was just you could just feel it in the room I, it was something we were feeling something <laughs> but yeah that was kind of my um opening experience with this film all I can honestly say, I've never sat in a movie theater sweating at a movie, so it's got to take something special. You haven't lived, yeah. You haven't lived. <laughs> I guess not. I guess uh, <laughs> you go to more parties and drink some sangria. <laughs> never be able to look at sangria the same. Yeah. <laughs> never going to trust it again. <laughs> What's the, uh, oh yeah, the like tagline of this movie was like, Birth and death are extraordinary experiences. Life is a fleeting pleasure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I need to go learn more of that. The French national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, French listeners have left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they left when we made French accents when we did high tension. Yeah. <laughs> we, we lost that audience. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I, I just kind of agree with Zach. They're like, yeah, this movie's really French. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, for real. French, yeah. When they're like talking on the locked off shots, what flag were they talking about? I have they no never idea. showed it. Yeah. They're, That's a good question. They're, they kept being like, during the like little like uh, talking scenes before things went crazy. There is like hints of something weird going on because they're like, oh, that flag weirds me out or, or all oh, these crosses are weird. This school gives me bad vibes. And then they never touched on that again. I thought that was just supposed to be them slowly like getting more paranoid and getting like like mm. sinking into the feeling of the LSD and like trying to starting to like kind of trip out a little bit. And like, do you see that over there? Yeah, I see it. Oh, oh I see yeah. it. You know, mm, like true. Because it starts to to get more and more as the the cutting starts to happen when it starts to pick up. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I I assumed it was the French flag because they're like, oh, I want to change the scenery, and they're all talking about going to America. Yeah. So I just assumed that was it, but they never showed it. So I was like, am I missing something here? But yeah, that makes sense. But uh, yeah, and then then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> they start realizing that the the sangria was spiked, and they throw out the one dude who was sober who oh, probably omar. should have helped them all yeah uh omar yeah he really they really got him yeah because they, they they really set up and made a point to be like this person's not drinking and this person's mm -hmm. not drinking that'll come back later wink wink and omar really seemed like the type of person who like he put others before himself like he seemed like yeah. one of the least selfish people there i just feel so bad for him <laughs> yeah then they start going for emmanuel right well then uh uh the main lady uh what was her name uh, nice selva? Feet, right selva <laughs> selva yeah knife feet yeah <laughs> she's also in king's men and she has knife feet in that movie so it's weird seeing her with normal legs <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah she after they throw omar out she goes looking for other people and she finds the other lady that didn't drink and finds out she's pregnant and then another lady comes in and is like oh you didn't drink you're lying and then proceeds to drop kick her in the stomach i felt real bad for her yeah it's real upsetting i mean that's a 
Noe comes from, we, we talked about it a little bit on the High Tension episode, the tradition of uh, like the new French extremity with his, his other movies, like Irreversible. He's real into like what pain can you put a person through and how much can I focus on it? that's where for me it's that thing of like it just doesn't work for me like watching people suffer is not my Mm -hmm. thing (laughs) yeah i mean i guess like for me it wouldn't it would have been that if they stayed with the pregnant lady throughout the whole movie but yeah they just kind of showed that everybody was like casting out whoever didn't drink and then they kind of moved on from her which i was surprised by i figured like in a normal horror movie you'd be living through the eyes of the victim or like whoever's seeing the most horrifying stuff but it kept changing POVs, Mm -hmm. which was cool Mm -hmm. i think that's what really helps this one for me and that like i'm like oh i finally have like if somebody asked me like where do you start with gasper no way i have an answer now like you can start here (laughs) it's hard to like know how to film like one or two people but an entire group of people and remain consistent like they did a really fucking good job with this one yeah i think it kind of um that's a big part of the film's strength to me is um how effortlessly they switch between perspectives yeah um and how like how real those perspectives feel and it's like jumping from character to character i feel like has a possibility to be really disjointed and messy but Mm -hmm. To me, uh, each character felt so in it and so like uniquely their own with their own unique motivations, their own unique like desires and their own unique like what they don't like. Um, Yeah, anytime a film just has a huge eclectic cast of characters, that's that's a huge uh, plus in my book. Yeah, Yeah. and it it did the really good horror movie thing that i've seen through these movies that i enjoy is like you're more scared of what's going on but not on the screen because your imagination goes wild because like that's what they did they like showed them like torturing the pregnant lady and then it cuts to a different character walking by another character getting mm-hmm. lit on fire but you're right. still on this character where there's nothing happening to her so you're more worried about what's going on elsewhere mm-hmm. that tito the little boy's getting locked in like an electrical and you closet you hear him yelling the whole time yeah oh. so the entire time you're just more concerned about what's going on outside of the screen yeah no um and those shots of just them like i feel like everyone had a different shot of them walking through the dance floor the hallway their rooms whatever like each person was just so like uniquely i mean in essence tortured in their own way you know at some point and you got you got each and every person i was listening to an interview of somebody talking about like it's hard just to even like act drunk but all these people had to act like they were on lsd throughout the entire movie yeah I don't know what it's like taking LSD, but they made it seem like that's what it's like. (laughs) I will say to piggyback off that, though, I feel like there are a lot of films that show drug use. But a lot of the times, like sometimes it could just be a little like, I guess, tone deaf and a little fabricated. Yeah. And a little like I highly like, you know, a bad trip, maybe. But I highly doubt that that's like the experience, the standard experience, you know? Yeah, because most of the time, 
like when it feels fabricated is when they do like some sort of visual effect or something like yeah. i just watched um get duked uh it came out recently and there's a whole like drug scene and you can tell i could tell before i even looked at the director that he's a music video director because <laughs> when they got high there's all these like their heads getting big and like all these music video effects which feels fabricated but this movie like let all the actors do the acting and like sell it apparently that was another big thing that they they wanted to focus on was like we are never going to cut to what they are hallucinating Mm. we will never like it's waste that's what makes it a horror movie it's way scarier to see them freaking out to nothing almost Mm, yeah and then having to just turn on each other yeah definitely yeah kind of piggybacking off of what you were saying to zach I think what comes to mind is Black Swan. Have you guys seen Black Swan? Mm-mm. Yeah. That like rave scene when they're with Mila Kunis and like Natalie Portman, like it was just, it kind of took me out of the movie. That movie's amazing. I think it's amazing. But that one scene yeah. was just, so, it felt like a high schooler, like imagining what it's like to go to a rave mm. in that film. And that's kind of like what, what, you know, we were talking about like how when it feels fabricated, this film had none yeah. of that, I feel like. It really didn't have any any of that. Like, this is what, like, oh, I'm just going to imagine, like, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, he's right, like, th- there's a lot of intentional artifice in Black Swan, but that is, like, the scene where you're like, oh, you just didn't know how to yeah. film this, did you? <laughs> like, Darren Aronofsky does not get high. He's truly, not cool like, truly, truly. <laughs> but uh, this is, you know, not to shit talk Black Swan, because it is amazing. And this is a, a episode about climax anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Usually it's us that has to say so anyways, but we watched Climax, but here's Skylar's wrangling us back in now. <laughs> I'm I am reining it in. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. The stars must have aligned. This will not happen again. <laughs> you broke us with the movie with this movie that bad. And then uh yeah, so what where what kind of happened after that? It's it's just like an entire like like just stuff happened like and then it didn't beautifully choreographed panic attack happened yeah (laughs) i I like how there's just like certain characters that were still just vibing the entire time yeah real well yeah like 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 daddy and his i i was unclear is that supposed to be is he like his daddy's boyfriend or i think they're like a house they just like house members like they have like a house or something yeah yeah it felt like daddy was like the older experienced guy house father yeah taking him under his wing yeah yeah i i loved the like even like when they're like oh no we think it's lsd daddy was like oh here we go again like that was just i'm gonna go get my wig like i'm gonna turn on the music you'll all be fine (laughs) no daddy was a whole vibe during the entire movie Like, I want to be him. Yeah. Now, like. <laughs> I I kind of saw it coming, but they totally used the guys who can do like the dislocating dancing stuff to sell the horror aspect of it. Like there's just one time yeah. where there's just a dude in the background doing that just unsettlingly. Oh, I think I know what you're talking. I think I know what you're talking about. When he's got his arms up behind his head and it looks like they're yeah, backwards. Yeah, he, he's just like out of focus <laughs> in the background. So it's yeah. just like, stop it. Hey, in case you're not uncomfortable, <laughs> just a reminder, be uncomfortable. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, the fates of the characters. Tito gets fried. He touches the electrical thing. 
but you don't see it it's just like the lights go out and you know what happens and someone just yells tito got fried and they (laughs) laugh (laughs) yeah that was a moment how how did the mom die tito it looked like she cut her wrists because remember she says like i'm gonna kill myself she was holding something when she said that i couldn't make it out though Mm. but when the cops find her body it looks like she must have done something because there's yeah. like all the blood around her that yeah. fucking idiot firefighter ma'am ma'am like In hello blood <laughs> yeah or like madame it's like a girl you, how did you pass you're not even like taking a pulse <laughs> like be professional at least if you're gonna pretend For she's real. okay <laughs> but yeah because she she put tito in the electrical like closet and locked him in there to keep him safe from everybody else but then she lost the key and tito fried himself and i guess she Mm. killed herself there Um, Uh, that part where she's like torn tearing up the couch cushions looking for a key like on acid Mm -hmm. god that sounds just monumentally horrible a lot of everything about it a lot of characters just end up fucking uh so it ends on them just like cuddling after the fact i feel like daddy and uh his little homie had like the nicest ending <laughs> yeah they just had a good time <laughs> yeah because the his little homie was like i bet i can fuck that straight guy <laughs> and then it didn't work so he was just crying and then daddy came in and was like don't worry little guy you're home and then they just fall asleep go take a nice yeah. nap <laughs> <laughs> i feel like I feel like that's how like me and Matt would be at a party. <laughs> I would just be crying in a corner, and you'd come and be like, "I'd just pick you up and carry you to bed." <laughs> Y'all would—they did it right though. It's like if you're not having fun, just leave and go to sleep. Like it's mm-hmm. really that simple. Like, yeah, just that, leave. That's one thing. I kept thinking that like the yeah. whole movie is like, how are none of them just going like, "I'm going to fucking bed. This is weird." <laughs> Like that's that's that that was my one frustration with the like this the classic like horror movie people doing stupid things. It's like things are going on. Why don't any of you just go to your room and lock the door and go to bed? <laughs> like I I do like they do kind of tr- show yeah. people trying yeah. to do to that. their credit. Like I think Selva. Yeah, I mean she tries to get space. Um, the short like blonde girl. I feel like she tries to get space. Like, I feel like they do try to at some points throughout like try to get space Mm -hmm. but i i think when you're just fucked up like that like maybe you you just don't want yeah the last thing you want to do is just shut yourself in a room by yourself you know yeah right you're already scared why yeah i think and i think that's why a lot of it just ends up to to fucking because it's like they're at least they're with someone you know and it's Mm -hmm. almost like a primal it almost goes just goes primal yeah. yeah, I mean, they started smearing cream cheese on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that just looks fun. Right? Honestly, that probably would be fun on LSD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this whole movie was the epitome of I'm too high for this shit. Yeah, this movie could be called I'm too high for this shit. The <laughs> <Truly>. movie. <laughs> oh my god. Can we talk for a minute, though, about selva's freak out like easily like one of the top 10 like freak outs in a movie ever mm. when she's just dancing by mm. herself it's so good yeah because it's like I, you you don't know what's going on behind her like in her head but you but you know 
Like when she sticks her hand yeah. in, like underneath her like leggings and then starts to freak out because they're stuck in there. Like and then turns it into a yeah. dance. <laughs> like <laughs> ah, I love it. You know, like screaming in the background of that entire like sequence too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even Selva's opening dance number too. Um ah, that served so hard. Um yeah. at the very beginning before it all went to shit. She really she was a big standout in the in the circle for me. Well, because she's like the leader of the troop, right? Um, I don't know that actually. She, if not like the actual leader, like the like everybody looks to her sort of thing, like she just takes lead. Yeah. She's the Dom. Actually, no, she's not the Dom. <laughs> there was a Dom <laughs> there. Who would or, you no, say? No, I meant that dom. literally, like Dom. <laughs> oh, there was the guy named Dom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? She was physically dom and also metaphorically dom too <laughs> so anyways like what else is there to talk well, about is there, i'm very curious about um i would love to hear from both of you um because i feel like this this can like tell a lot about a person too was there one character or maybe a couple characters but maybe one particular standout that like you guys kind of resonated with in terms of not necessarily like physicality like, oh, I'm physically compatible or I like, physically look like them, but like almost like a deeper connection, like a like an energy or like a soul. Like, oh, God, like I really resonated with that character. Like that character was I, I was looking. You would be this person sort of thing. Yeah, you're you're living the film through that character's eyes. Like, who was that for you guys? I, I'm, I'd love to know that. Matt. Uh, for me, I think it kind of was Selva, where she's just the whole time trying to stay calm, but like mm. can't. You seem very like you you have a good head on your shoulders. You you would be the Silva, I feel like. I try to, yeah. Everybody stay calm. Oh god, what is happening yeah. over there? <laughs> that was her whole character. <laughs> Zach. For me it'd be a tie between Omar, just like the only sober dude just getting thrown out immediately. <laughs> or uh daddy just vibing the whole time, just like whatever, that's your problem. Don't don't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy or Omar. That's great. Mm-hmm. What about you, Skyler? Probably like daddy. Probably daddy. Just vibing. Yeah, honestly. Either daddy or his little Riley. Because I, I think at the end of the night, I I still would, I would be there to have a good time type of thing. But at the end of the night, like, I think I would still end up, like, in a bed. Not, like, on the floor, scratching, like, my eyes out yeah. or something like that. I have faith that I would still, like, end up asleep at the end of the night. So probably Riley, I guess. So there you go. It's you'll, <laughs> You're crying in a room at a party, and then I show up to tell you everything's going to be okay. <laughs> I mean, I was having a good time prior, you know. We we were all vibing prior, but it ended in tears. And you know what? I probably would be thirsting over a guy that doesn't show me a lot of interest. So I mean, that that did happen on uh, on our Italy trip. Oh my god! Yeah, well, it's because I don't like if I know that you're into me. That just takes it out. It's like, ugh, gross. <laughs> so boring. Like, there's no stimulation. Anyway, so yeah. So you are Riley. Yeah. Go. Guess the other like fates of different characters. Omar was just froze to death out there and yeah, pregnant so lady just so bled out. Like the only two people who weren't LSD'd up just ended up dying out in the cold. Yeah. Yeah. I I think there was definitely uh 
a good chunk that made it out, but also a good chunk that didn't make it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some people that probably have no idea what really happened. It seems like they're going to wake up and be like, wait, what happened? <laughs> I thought we were all just dancing. I had some <laughs> cream cheese on my face. It was a good time. <laughs> Did we go to a bagel shop? <laughs> Yo, where's Tito? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Tito's vodka? <laughs> no, Tito's fried. Oh, <laughs> damn! That, that was climax. Uh, some like police officers, some showed up at the end. Don't know who called them. Feel like why didn't any of them have cell phones? That's a good question. <laughs> like one of them could have called nine one one. Like the pregnant lady kept yelling, "Call nine one one!" Why didn't she just call nine one one? I guess. Because it's a movie. <laughs> well, that and also, too, when you're fucked up on LSD dancing, I don't think you want the op yeah. showing up. Yeah, but I mean, I yeah. mean, the pregnant lady, like, she kept saying someone called 911. True, yeah. It's like you think she could have just called 911, you know? Yeah. Right. You could have done that a long time ago, man. You knew what was happening. <laughs> Instead of slicing yourself up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that was probably the hardest. Um, I remember in the moment, when I first saw the film and in the moment now, even harder than watching um, Dom beat uh, what's her face up. That was the hardest part to watch in the film when they were chanting, mm-hmm. kill yourself. And she was like cutting herself. Yeah. Woo, mama. See, that, that's where the movie kind of loses me a little bit. Cause I'm like, oh, it's hard to watch. If, it's just about how much can we make this character suffer? Because it's fascinating to watch a person suffer. Mm-hmm. It's just like not my thing. But also, it's effective. And yeah, like it, it, it works. It does what it's supposed to. Yeah, I think know? it definitely served its purpose because it's like imagine yeah. just thinking everything was fine, and then all of a sudden you you walk out and everybody's telling you to kill yourself and yelling at you, and you're the only person yeah. who's like only you're the only one that's not going crazy. Damn. But yeah, so that was climax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and then it was real the. Uh, at the very end, who, uh, who oh, released it? Duh, Psych, right? Was her name? Oh yeah. I just remember her as the very tall lady. Dude, it was yeah. so cool when they the firefighters entered the entered the room, and then everyone was on the floor, and it was upside down, and but Psych was the only one standing and still vibing. Yeah, uh, I thought that was really cool. And she was the only one acting off before everybody started drinking the sangria. Yeah. But yeah. but they did a good job of like focusing your interest on like or your suspicion on whoever didn't drink the sangria instead of like the only person acting weird before everybody was fucked up. Yeah. And she came out she came out unscathed too. She said she wanted more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I think they they talked about it like in the little like locked off conversational shots in the beginning that like somebody mentioned something about her like dropping lsd in her eyeballs yeah her roommate that was deep foreshadowing Mm -hmm. that was deep foreshadowing for sure Mm -hmm. so where all those shots of that sangria they really that camera lingered on that sangria for quite a few different times oh yeah they kept talking about the sangria if i didn't if i didn't read the description of the movie and knew that it was gonna be the catalyst of all of it i would have been like 
All right, what's with the sangria? What, stop looking at the sangria. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, with that being said, that was climax. Uh, yeah. Any more behind the scenes stuff or something? That I I do have one thing. You know how it was like really mind blowing to learn that like that opening sequence was like improvised, mm-hmm. and that's like really impressive. What if I told you this whole movie was shot that way? <laughs> This entire movie was improvised. There was no script, and they would figure out how they were going to shoot it on the day. They shot it in like three weeks. Wait. Yeah. Why? No. It almost sounds impossible. <laughs> well, they would just he would just say like, "Go over there and do whatever you think your characters would be doing. Go over there and do whatever you think your characters would be doing, and I'll just go through the space." That's why the camera just kind of will like focus on somebody for a minute and then swing over somewhere else because they were literally just acting out the entire movie for every take for that long take. Oh my god! Yeah. That's... And then they would find places to do hidden cuts and stuff. And like, obviously, like some stuff was a little more planned, like, oh, we know we're going to have her do her extended freak out dance. But then that whole dance was improvised. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we know we want somebody to get beat up. Who do we think would get beat up? You know, like, so they're kind of figuring out some of it in advance. Like they have a very loose outline. But for the most part, apparently, it was literally just him walking around with the camera. And that's why it just kind of trails off into different areas throughout the whole movie. Like the the strongest element of it was just like, oh, yeah, that'll be cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Speaks, yeah. Really speaks to like the talent of everybody involved, not just the actors, but yeah. literally everybody. Yeah, because the fact that yeah. the entire movie was essentially a long take, the fact that that was yeah. not planned and mostly improvised like yeah he just talked with the actors beforehand and was like who is your character and what would they be doing okay go do that oh my god yeah it's I literally it's spent the whole movie <laughs> and, and then to do a 40 minute take i, I like, literally spent the whole movie thinking wow this must have taken a lot of coordination and planning <laughs> I, i'm sure like i don't want to downplay that element of it i'm sure it yeah. did you know, like like you do one take and then you go like, OK, well, everybody try to do the same thing again because I realized I shouldn't have done it that way. I'm sure that yeah. happened, you know, and then they probably planned it out more from there. But even that is like you're doing it on the day. You typically don't even figure out lighting on the day yeah. of a movie. <laughs> like that's all so normally pre-planned that it just makes it incredible. Like, yeah, shout out to the editor who had to cobble all that together, too. Yeah, and make it seem like it wasn't shot that way. Because oh my god, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad I rated this movie five stars on Letterbox. Because <laughs> that's impressive. Well, on that note, any uh closing thoughts? Do you guys want to go dancing? I'm good. <laughs> I'm all set. Thanks. <laughs> all right, I'll next never time. look at sangria the same. <laughs> Yeah, used to like it. <laughs> <laughs> Any closing thoughts uh, on the movie, Skyler? Um, I guess um, it's a movie that will. I guarantee that this movie will make you feel something, and sometimes that's enough for a movie. I mean, there's so much more, but there's nothing worse, in my opinion, than seeing a cool movie. Yeah, it's cool, but did you feel anything? 
no. You, and you just kind of go about your day yeah. after. Like, you will feel something after this movie. And that's a strength. Yeah. Uh, Matt? Yeah, I, I would say largely the same thing. Like, even if you come away, this is seems like the type of movie that not everyone yeah. will like. You will come away having, like, experienced something. And I think that's always, like, valuable in art. That was definitely an experience. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool uh skyler i know you're not like big on social media or whatever but anything you want to plug or talk about or i mean y'all can follow my twitter if you want it's at sky skeleton there you go there it don't is follow him. uh don't don't go dancing with him <laughs> if you see him at a club don't drink the sangria. <laughs> i mean just depends on how much of a good time you want to have really yeah it depends on how much of a good time you want to have if you want to have a great time just, yeah. just leave <laughs> don't drink the sangria <laughs> hey i was in bed by the end of the night i wasn't on fire i wasn't scratching my eyes out so i mean i don't know <laughs> hey matt where can everybody find you uh, you can find me on just about everything as I draw paintings, and you can find me over on Twitch where you can hang out with me while I draw as I draw painting. It's the same thing, just drop the S. What about you, Zach? You can find me on Instagram as Zach Shirk. So yeah, thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening. Hopefully next time the movie doesn't break Matt. <laughs> it's weird being the host this time. No promises. <laughs> but yeah, so. I don't got any quotes because this whole movie was in French. So (laughs) we'll just say bye. Cheers. Oh, wait. Tito's fried. (laughs) As the Vox fades, we thank you for listening to this bizarre journey into cinema. If your morbid curiosities hunger for more, you may summon our horror bros at MacMakeZack.com, on Twitter and Instagram at MacMakeZack, or if you dare, say George Lucas three times into a mirror for a visit from our phantom menaces. You may now return to your mortal plane of existence. Until next week, as Matt makes Zack sit through another chilling apparition. Mwah! <laughs>